Genre. Everybody and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live-action Turtles movie, one name scrolling vertically across a black screen minute at a time. <laughs> I am your host, Scott Tofty. With me again are our regular co-hosts, Chris, Adam, and Rachel. Hi, guys. Hi. Oh, hello. And uh, this is Minute 90. It, uh, it's another minute of credits. Like I said, this week we are cramming all the credits <sighs> into one week. You're getting six minutes for the price of five. It's a real discount. Free. Um, it's also our last week of daily shows, which is bittersweet and sad. So um, sweet. But also, the, the closer we get to getting done, uh, the the better we all sort of feel at actually finishing something we've started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which Guys, it's doesn't Tuesday. happen very often. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. It's one of my favorite days. It's my second day of vacation. I, I got some of that shopping done last night. Um, nice. I hope it makes it on time. Holy crap. I still haven't done anything. Got it down to the <laughs> wire here. Ooh. I wonder, are, did anyone ask for any Ninja Turtle related stuff? I did. For, uh, I did. Holidays? I asked for one of those, like, uh, what are they, NECA, like the, 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 oh, the 1990 like the movie. 12 like, inch turtles? Yeah. Yeah. I asked for, for Leonardo. Um, so I don't know. I'm probably not going to get that one. If, if you get it, can. Can you if bring I get it that to, one, I'm going to do so many photo projects. Can you bring it to Philly when we record our grand finale, and can Absolutely. we all play with it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you remember I, when I you were it. a kid and you had that one friend who had like all the cool turtle toys, and you didn't yes. have all the cool turtle toys? Absolutely. Like, can you come over and can you bring your turtle blimp? <laughs> 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 kind of what I feel like right now. <laughs> um, well, anyway, I, I just let's... asked for it. That doesn't mean I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, you could ask nice... for it too. Oh, maybe we a... should have each asked. We should have each asked for one of them, like a different oh, one. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. Oh Too man, late. sugar. Anyway, let's talk about some credits, shall we? Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. As so, much as our letters minute... to Santa would be fun. For <laughs> <laughs> On a very special episode of Ninja Turtles Minute, the cast <laughs> sends their letters to Santa Claus. <laughs> um, this minute, dear Lairdman, uh, picks up right where the last minute left off. Uh, and it's the, uh, the, the voices, the voice actors, which ends yep. with Corey Feldman. We are about to watch those roll off the screen and we get into the animatronic puppeteers. Chris, would you be so kind as to read our animatronic puppeteers, please? Animatronic puppeteers, Raphael, David Greenaway, Michelangelo, Mac Wilson, Donatello, David Rudman, Leonardo, Martin P. Robinson, Splinter, Kevin Clash, Ricky Boyd, and Robert Tigner. Very well done, sir. How you don't make money off of using that voice of yours, I will never know. <laughs> Laziness. Oh, well, I'm now I know. <laughs> um, so all of these guys, uh, 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 strangely all guys, not a lot of women puppeteers in this movie, which is kind of sad. You know um, why. I, I mean, late 80s boys club at Henson Company, maybe it's... Yeah, it's as disappointing exactly. as it the is, it's sort of the uh, I guess the way things were, unfortunately, still Hopefully. are. Oh, I don't want to think about it that way. That's but if you don't think about it that way, it'll it never doesn't change. Doesn't get any better. That's you got to confront your privilege, Scott. You know, I wonder if what the ratio of female to male employees at the Henson companies between Sesame Street and you know the Muppets know. and all that are nowadays. 
be interesting I mean, to find. That I mean, out. I, I imagine it would be more even than other places. There's probably a lot more, especially on Sesame Street, because there are a lot of female puppets, and I That's feel like true. I feel like a lot of puppeteers do the, you know, movement same, same. And, and the voice too. Yes, mm. very true. Um, just a quick look over at the. Okay, well, even looking at the Henson Creature Shop website. Uh, I mean, I see production managers, master designer and builder, uh, assistant supervisor, business development coordinator, production manager, and senior puppet builder. Those are all women in those roles. It, it's it's pretty, you know, oh, uh, uh, build supervisor also. The, just the team at Henson.com, it's almost even. Um, although, let's just say the color palette is not incredibly varied. <laughs> But I guess one thing at a time. Yeah. Um, anyway, the voices. Oh, not the voices. We're past the voices. My bad. We're on. Uh, I'm looking at the wrong part of the credits here. Uh, animatronics. Animatronics. That's the word I was looking for. I want to talk about Splinter. Mm. Um, because it, it takes three people to work that stupid puppet. It's, it's the animatronic puppeteer, right? And then there's another puppeteer doing the the head movement, and I would assume maybe the like the opening and closing of the mouth, or at least just the head and one arm, and then another puppeteer doing the other arm. So that's a, that's a team for one freaking. And the turtle. best arm puppeteer gets to light the candle. Yeah, um, and I'm guessing that each of the turtles that is puppeteer these animatronic puppeteers is it's one person controlling all the animatronics in the in the head and face yeah it looks like that makes Um, sense and i know when i was at i was recently at the museum of the moving image in queens and it's it's a two-handed operation there's one hand that controls like the open and close and then there's another hand that almost has like a joystick and there's buttons on it and the buttons can can control things like blinking or eyebrows, um, eye movement, and all sorts of stuff in this one other controller. So it's it's a pretty like highly choreographed dance between the digits there, but to get these uh, animatronics working, it's really a, a, a very intense skill set they all have. Dance between um, the digits, I like that. Yeah, I just <laughs> improvised that just now because I'm a wordsmith. Wordsmith, you are. Yes, I, I build words. I smith words. It's like a blacksmith, but with words. You, you forge <laughs> them out over an anvil. Where, That's the word. <laughs> where I does one the word. find raw uh, word or? <laughs> it's the smelting of the words. That's the tricky part. <laughs> um, but yes, all those uh, fine people over at the Henson Company. Um, Kevin Clash, who's sort of not really welcome in most circles anymore, given some terrible allegations that he was involved in. Um, but let's move on. Chris, can you give us our next little paragraph of, of well, people there? Well, the, uh, the anime, I want to go, I want to stick with the oh, animatronic puppeteers for a second. I kind of looked each one of them up. So all of these, all the four turtles are kind of diehard, um, Henson guys like, uh, David Greenaway was, um, the principal plant puppeteer on little shop <laughs> of horrors. Uh, Which I love. David Rudman is pretty much Cookie Monster. Um, I, I a lot of his IMDb credits involve Cookie Monster to some extent. 
Um, likewise, Martin. So he's experience making puppets eat things. <laughs> right. That well, would not, explain not, a lot of Donatello's motions. Not drinking from a straw. Uh, <laughs> you don't see Cookie Monster drink from a straw too often. I think there's a he reason lacks for the that. Patience. Um, well, there's the pork rind scene though. True. True. Pork rinds. Yeah, um, nom 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 nom. Mac Wilson is another one who was on Dinosaurs. He was Earl. Um, in in the suit or working animatronics. You know, I think he may have been doing both. No, he's not. Mac Wilson is. Oh, he is listed as Michelangelo. Yeah. I also think it's interesting that Kevin Clash is listed under animatronic puppeteers, but he was the voice of Splinter. He was also a puppeteer. Yeah, but he didn't get a voice credit. Did he not get a voice credit? I, I thought he did. he did. Yes, he did. He absolutely yeah, he did. Okay. okay. He did. I missed that. Sorry. But uh, I read that one. Rachel zoning out again. I, sorry, I'm reading IMDb. It's it's interesting. <laughs> and and Martin P. Robinson was um or is I I, I think even to this point uh Telly Monster from oh. Sesame Street. He does a lot of work on Sesame Street. And and Ricky Boyd has a lot of Henson credits and Sesame Street credits. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, Martin P. Robinson, 1984 to present, Telly Monster. What do you know? Fantastic. I just, I love the Muppet angle of all of this. Like, just because I love the Muppets, but to know that it's so much crossover between the three, like more than you would expect. Yeah, these guys can do anything, man. Like, they're, they're such good, so good at what they do. It almost makes me sad that the Ninja Turtles don't show up more in Muppets canon. Yeah. (laughs) They should show up on Sesame Street. Yeah. I mean, I realize there's all sort of like intellectual property issues, but like, come on, they're basically members of the family after this movie, right? Mm. (laughs) It would be interesting to see how many of these people. Go ahead, Rachel. I'm just saying, with the way things are going, Disney might end up buying. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Once, once Disney literally owns everything, you know, licensing is, is a thing of the past. Oh my past. god, I can't yeah. wait for Leonardo and Cyclops to, to just make fight on one. screen. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> they'll just kind of glare at each other and be like, "I'm going to check with my boss." <laughs> <laughs> I respect you, but I'd like to fight you. Meanwhile, Raphael and uh, and Wolverine are like at each other's throats, ready to go. <laughs> Oh man, Wolverine would win that. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I'm really obviously. Sorry. Yeah. The guy with the metal skeleton's probably gonna win. <laughs> I don't know. Raph's got that shell. Yeah, that's um, not gonna. I was gonna say well though, it'd be interesting to see how many of these guys move on to the sequels also and perform oh. same, if not similar, roles in the the turtle sequels. I guess we'll have to wait and well, find I, out. On I that. have. Ricky Boyd's IMDb just up on my iPad here. He was he did special effects for um TMNT two. Don't know if he did any puppeteering though. Uh-huh. Oh. Do we consider that a promotion or a demotion? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> two was great. Um, Chris, you mentioned this when we were, or maybe Adam mentioned this before we started recording, but as I'm looking at the credits here, I keep trying to scroll with my mouse wheel (laughs) down the credits (laughs) and that's not how this works. I have to push the play button. Yeah. Um, Chris, do you want to read the next batch of, uh, of names Uh, for us there? Like how, how far? Maybe our production supervisor to our second assistant director. All right, all right, all right. Production supervisor, Doug Cole. Production manager, David Blake Hartley. First assistant director, Michael Grossman. Second assistant director, Pamela Curry. Great. I didn't care about any of them, and I didn't look any of them up. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Anybody really else? Sorry, Pamela. <laughs> 
But I did look up the next one person. Okay. So I should. That's your cue. Art director Gary Wisner. So Gary Wisner has been in the art department on many movies, including Seven, Wyatt Earp, Another Forty Eight Hours, oh, Eight wow. Millimeter. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> Steel, The Abyss. Uh, and the assistant art director, whose name Why is... Why did you say steal like it was a good thing? I was just trying to sneak it in there. Give us the assistant art director, Chris. <laughs> assistant art director, Karen Stewart. She has worked on and is still working on Veep. Olympus has fallen. Oh, the nice. newsroom. Do you remember that show, The Cape, that lasted a little while? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Ugly Betty, House Party 2, Pet Cemetery. You know, Ooh, I, can, I, can, I can see Veep and Olympus has fallen having the same art director. Yeah. I always pictured uh, uh, Judith Hogue as a little bit of the uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus vibe myself. <laughs> <laughs> like her sister that nobody talks about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but those are the only ones I looked up in, in that chunk. I was just curious. Uh, uh, the art department sort of piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyone else in that chunk, guys? No, I didn't really get too far into the whole production end of things. Now, give me the camera operator there, Chris. Camera operator. Camera operator, Mike Brewster. All right, I want to talk about this guy because this guy's credits are long and incredibly successful, I might add. So we're just going to start in, oh, let's say 1970-something. And uh, we'll go here. We'll start in 1980. No, we'll start in 1979. Life of Brian, he was credited. (laughs) All right. Uh, he was an assistant cameraman for location shoots in the second unit of Empire Strikes Back. Oh, wow. Um, he was a camera operator on Batman right before he did Ninja Turtles, which to me, uh, I don't know how much of an effect a, a camera operator has, but there are definitely some similarities in certain uh, urban look of the Batman 89 and Ninja Turtles. Who would be the director of photography on here? Um, um, I didn't, I don't know. We will, I didn't even know if there was a, a DP that was listed. Just the director himself. Yeah. Mr., uh, Mr. Um, but he also did, uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves as a camera operator, Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure Island, Fun work. Lost in Space, uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, a couple oh, more nice. of the Harry Potter movies, uh, a lot of the Harry Potter movies, I should say, Guardians of the Galaxy. He was a second unit director <laughs> of photography. So this nice. this dude has uh, gone on from a, a camera operator to a pretty you know big dude in the industry. So good for you, nice. Mike nice. Brewster. Hmm. Um, so feel- uh, let's just keep reading down, Chris. If well, anyone has I, anything to say about any of these people, just stop him. I feel compelled to uh, to cover our set decorators and property master that we skipped over. Set decorators: Brendan Smith, Barbara Kahn. Property Wait, did master. Did we skip over them? We did. Yeah, we went from assistant art director Karen Stewart, oh, and then you're like, give me the camera operator. And I'm like, oh, Brendan, Barbara, and Robbie, no. Oh, uh, read them. Go ahead. Set decorators, Brendan Smith, Barbara Kahn, property master, Robbie Dick. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> it's it's Beck. Okay. It's Beck so, with a B. I'll, ke- I'll keep going. Oh, Beck. Damn it. My joke didn't even make sense. Anyway. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep going. Uh, uh. <laughs> camera operator Mike Brewster. First assistant camera Jeff Tufano. Second assistant camera Bill Finger. Not Script the same Bill Finger that uh, helped create Batman. Okay, okay. 
Script supervisor, Sandra Haskell. Production executive, Marlene Pivnik. I just like Assistant the name to producers Pivnik. and director, Amy Krell. <laughs> Production associates, Venus Wong, Peter D. Steinbroner. Okay, so did uh, anyone look an up awesome anything name. for any of those guys? Steinbroner. No. no. I, I've been kind of just skimming through these. And Steinbroner. I don't have yeah. much. Okay, so how about our, our sound crew coming up here, Chris? Because I did look up this gentleman a little bit. I looked up one of the sound guys myself, too. Okay, Chris, go for it. S- Sound effects by Richard Shore. Supervising sound effect, sound editors Richard Shore and Michael Redborn. All right, Adam, do you, which one did you look up? Uh, well, mine's further down. The the oh, I'll do these guys then. Um, Richard Shore uh, was also involved in Predator, Die Hard, and Highlander Two. Oh oh and- ugh, oh. I mean, not that the sound is the bad part of that movie, but... <laughs> might be the good part of that movie. <laughs> it might um, be the only good part. Good job, Richard Shore. Adam, you'll be pleased to know that Michael Redborn uh, is the connective tissue between this movie and Ghostbusters. Oh, man. And he also worked on Highlander 2 and Drop Dead Fred. Oh, I love that movie. Drop Dead Fred. Yeah. yeah. That's a great one. So there you go. There's your no uh, respect, six degrees great. of separation there. Does that mean I get to just talk about Ghostbusters for the rest of this uh, this episode? I will give you ten <laughs> nope. seconds to talk about Ghostbusters starting uh, now. Um, uh, uh, seven seconds. Oh. <laughs> Four seconds. You're gonna blow it on us. I'm, I'm done. Two, I, 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 I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> I was reading too uh, much about the boom operator on this. To... <laughs> All right. Boom. So uh, if if you would kindly read down a little bit, Chris, and then I'll stop you when I get to somebody. All right. Sounds good. Re-recording mixes, Steve Maslow, Michael Herbick, Greg Landacker. Music recording supervisor and music editor, Catherine Quitner. Music supervisor, Stu Cantor and Murray Deutsch. Okay, stop music- there for a minute. Uh, Stu Cantor was in the music department for all of the Turtles movies, Grumpier Old Men, Odd Couple 2, and another Golden Harvest flick, China O'Brien. What? So he was like the, he was he was Golden Harvest family member brought in for this one. Nice, nice. Yeah. All as, right, as the uh, the great spelling of stew, S T U. Continue on, sir. Music coordinator. Music coordinator Pat Lucas. ADR mixer Charlene Richards. ADR supervisor Robert Hefferman. ADR editor Bobby Banks. Dialogue editor Christopher T. Welch. Sound editors John Quietakow. Shit. <laughs> quiet Kowski? Quiet, 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 or quiet? Quiet Kowski. All right. Sound editors John Kwiatkowski, Victor Eor. Damn it. <laughs> Eorill- e- maybe, Eorillo. Maybe you should have practiced this. Sure. Iorillo. Iorillo. You know what? And Catherine Shore. Thanks, Catherine. I like you. Do <laughs> you think she's related to Richard Shore? Uh, maybe I would imagine it's entirely maybe, possible. Maybe wife, editor, maybe daughter. You know? Yeah, in there somewhere. Sister. Uh. So I'm not, I have not looked up any of these people. Um, there's there are two more names that I'm looking for in this minute, but they're further down. So feel free to stop whenever you want them to, guys. Keep uh, going, Chris. Okay. All right. All right. Dolby Stereo Consultant Tom Ale, Scoring Engineer Mixer Larry Ma, Orchestral Recording John Richards, Orchestrator Shirley Walker. Location sound mixer Lee Orloff, Boom Man George Long. I'm gonna stop Cable you. Ma- I'm gonna stop you there. First of all, I love boom that man. he's credited as Boom Man. 
Because it's usually boom, it op- it's boom operator. Mm. Right. But boom man but boom makes, man him, makes sound him sound like, like a hero. Yeah, he's <laughs> like some sort of explosive superhero. So I, I'm it, the boom man. That caught my eye. That, that Cannonball. That it was boom man. I always love boom boom operators. Uh, can can I ask you, what is a boom, Adam? So when you're when you're recording on location sound, you have a microphone that's called the boom. Well, it's it's a shotgun microphone on the boom. The boom is a big long pole. Wait, w- what kind of pole is it? Big, big long, long pole. pole. Long. What was this guy's name? George Long or Leong? L e o n g. Just say. I think it would just say long. So it's a big long pole that you have to hold above your head in this really awkward it's a George position. Long pole. <laughs> He's dangling stuff off his big long pole. It's it's not an easy job. I mean, you have to you have your arms up over your head. I'm doing it right now, like you guys can see. But you have your arms up over your head for you know <laughs> eight hours a day. But this guy George Long has been holding a microphone over his head in that awkward angle f- for years. His IMDb list is like a mile. So long. he's good at it. So. The other thing I he's good at handling is long rod. Yeah, he's, so, he's wait, a great it, boom boom guy. Has is he credited as a boom operator for his whole career? For almost everything on his IMDb page. This guy This begs the question, is he just a really good boom operator or is he just really bad at everything else? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you know, no. everybody on the, everyone on the film niche. has essentially one job and it's usually union. So like he's the only guy that can touch the boom on set if he's a union guy. Huh. Like so um, I, I want to bring this up. He was also the boom operator on the 2014 Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, he held, he held the boom for two generations of, uh, of turtles. Oh, my God. That's kind of amazing. Right? Interconnective tissue. That's nice. I wonder how many other people like here in the, in the production staff for this were also involved in the, uh, the remake. But he, I mean, like he has such a, a long list of movies. He did, uh, and we, he did another movie that we mentioned in this in the show, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. So that's a connective <laughs> tissue tissue there. Um, just tons and tons. Is that of another stuff. Golden Harvest one? You know, I'm not sure. I don't think so, no, or he... New Line Cinema, rather, New Line Cinema. Sorry. It may have been New cinema. Line. I think it was New Line Cinema. He worked on. They were really um, known for horror, right? He worked on Sex in the City too. Yeah, he worked on Sex in the City um, <laughs> with, with his long rod, uh, Law and <laughs> Order, Christ. a bunch of Law and Order. <laughs> um, some some movie credits he had were pretty cool. Uh, Elf, Coffee and Cigarettes. Um, wow, nice. Jersey Girl, oh. Inside Man, X Men First huh. Class. Like he's done a lot of stuff. Hey, there man. you go. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Wow, of stuff. that's cool. That's cool. Some would say he's had a very long career. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad yeah, I looked ha, him up. Ha, ha, ha. I always like the boom operator. Boom operator. You know yeah. what? Credit for the guys. Important when, job. When I think of boom operators, I think of the occasional funny like blooper where the boom falls into the shot, but they left it in for some dumb reason. Um, and then I also think of porn. Mm. Oh, because you know, like, like the set, you like, you have the the boom operator like dropping the microphone in, like, like standing awkward in this awkward situation. That's like when I think of a boom operator, I understand that they're in everything that's being filmed, but for some reason, that's what pops into my head. On porn, uh, on porn sets, I always have this this this. image that everyone on set is naked. (laughs) So, like, just this boom operator. In order to make people comfortable, the only thing he's wearing is like his his sound deck. And he's and he's like he's like holding the the boom up and he's just you know totally naked. This would, otherwise, this 
this would be a good time to mention that we're talking about a TV show made for 12-year-olds here. Mm. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Who are all now maybe, in their 30s. Maybe Thank let's you. roll off that subject and uh, all right, all maybe right. back to uh, maybe, maybe our right. cable man. Oh, cable man. That doesn't sound any better. <laughs> oh, my God. His name is I'm Knox. I'm here to fix your cable. Hey. Hey, lady. I'm Wait here a to minute. fix your cable. Hang on. George Long and Knox White. I got Knox some cable White. for your box. George Long and Knox White both sound like they could be porn stars. Yeah. Or, or mob guys. No, Knox nice. White is another one nice. who's got a long, long list of uh, credits. A lot of sound technician, boom operator. Cable, huh? Oh, man, he was the boom oh, opera- second boom operator on Freaked. Oh, I love nice. that movie. Terminator 2. Uh, oh, nice. The Abyss. Men in Black. This guy's been all over it's the place. Bad stuff. Santa, The Ring, Punch Drunk Love. Um, well, let's let's <laughs> let uh, Chris do his job here. Chris, do you want to give us like Cable Man down to music editorial assistant? I, I will try to do it with a straight face. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> la 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 la. <clears throat> <clears throat> That's gross. <laughs> well, I, I, I learned something today. If you want a long, long career in film and have just like all kinds of awesome titles under your belt that you can just drop at parties boom yeah. boom operator that's that's nice. the way to do it <laughs> nice all right <clears throat> Cableman communications knox white assistant editors janice parker Susie elmiger gina middleman editorial apprentices marta every ellen elfond I sincerely hope that they've graduated and are no longer apprentices. <laughs> <clears throat> Music editorial assistant, Carolyn J. Barr. All right. So the only one that I sort of picked out of there was the assistant editor, Janice Parker, who worked on Turtles 2, Cannonball nice. Run, Smokey and the Bandit 2, and also Rocky 2. So some pretty big movies uh, huh. under... What was Cannonball Run? And it, wasn't that another uh, like nineteen eighty or something? I think it was Golden like Harvest because it was like the first. It was the first like Western movie that uh, Jackie Chan was in, right? No, Cannonball Run I mean, is, from... is basically Wacky Racers. <coughs> it's mm. like it's like a cross country. It's race. a Burt Reynolds kind of thing. Uh, Farrah Fawcett's in it. Dom DeLuise. It's like uh, it's a mad, 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 mad world with race cars or something. Yeah, it's it's Wacky <laughs> Racers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Mario Kart. Chris, can you give us the Foley editor? Foley editor, Daryl Hall. Now, as much as I wanted this to be uh, the Daryl Hall from All and Oats, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not. It's sad. But this guy has had a huge amount of credits in the film industry. Uh, so let's just talk sound department. Sound department, uh, he was a Foley editor here at Ninja Turtles. He did Highway to Hell. Um, and then some other sort of smaller things. Uh, in the 80s before that he was uh, in the editorial department for the real McCoy um, but his real sort of uh, meat and potatoes of his career comes as a music editor where if we go back to 1980 some odd Phantasm 2 oh I'm sorry uh, I take it back music Total Recall that's where the music starts Total Recall Death Becomes Her <laughs> Nice. The bodyguard. He was the music editor on the bodyguard, Whoa. which is like one of the biggest some music related movies of all time. Uh, and uh, keep going. No, no, I yeah, won't. Please, That's please don't. <laughs> Dennis the Menace, Rudy, please love you. Cops and Robertsons. I heard that. The Shadow, <laughs> Baby's Day Out, Major Pain. All these great classics of the nineties. Major Congo, Pain. 
Free Willy 3. It makes us a dumb Anastasia, Small Soldier, Star Trek Insurrection. Here's Wait, our Star Trek tie-in. Okay. All right. Uh, the Mummy. Uh, Hollow Man, Rush Hour 2. Hollow Man Shallow Hal. Stuck on You. The 2004 Dawn of the Dead. Cheaper by the mm-hmm. dozen two. Slither. There's our uh, Nathan Fillion connection to Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Rush Hour 3, 300. Tropic Thunder. The Earth Stood Still. Watchmen. Halloween 2. Like, good lord. Guardians of the Galaxy. So another former wow. Turtles worker that was on Guardians of the Galaxy. He was the music editor for the miniseries Hatfields and McCoys, which if you haven't seen, I recommend watching. It's fantastic. Uh, John Wick 2, Central Intelligence. Uh, something called Yoga Hosers. Transformers. <laughs> Kevin Smith movie oh, yeah, with that his was daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter. Transformers the, the Last Night and Guardians, Canadians. Guardians 2. So this dude, Daryl Hall, not the one from Hall & Oates, but still deeply involved in music. Uh, quite quite the impressive resume. Um, yes, yeah, so if you want to keep going from there, Chris. Assistant sound editors, Bill Ward, 10 Troisi. Troisi? Troisi. Apprentice sound editor, Al Heath. Foley artists, John Post, Paul Heslin. Foley mixer, Jeff Corty. Recordists, Gary Ritchie, Kathy McCart. Production comptroller, John W. Stewart. Production accountant, Sheila Allen. Production office supervisor, Eileen Eichenstein. Second second assistant director, John Wildermuth. I'm sorry, did you stutter? Second, second assistant director, John Wildermuth. How, why don't you just call that the third assistant director? I don't know. That's weird. Mm. Second, second assistant. So sec, sec, wait, second assistant. So the assistant is himself a second. Right. The second assistant would be the third. The second to second assistant would be the fourth. So he's the fourth director. Yeah. Man, a lot of... Like I mean, that's too many directors. What does the director even do? You know what he does? He crouches on the floor in April's apartment during one of the shots, I'm willing to oh, bet. Oh, that is that is almost certainly him. Wildermuth, <laughs> you bastard. Um, actually, if I, if I had to guess who was on the floor, who was the, the cable man again? Oh. Uh, yeah. Knox White. Knox White. Yeah, yeah I yeah, bet that Knox was probably White. Knox White. <laughs> His cable wasn't long enough. He was, he was running cable. Miss O'Neill, I've got some cable for your box. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Chris, Jesus no, Christ. no, I can't, I can't, I can't stop it. It's well, compulsive. ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of minute ninety. <laughs> that's the end of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, We've been reported. To we the almost made it. We were so close to finishing a project, and then Chris just <laughs> and then Chris ruined Chris it. Chris ruined it. Oh, oh cable Chris. jokes. The only thing Cable's good for. Oh Box. man, if this was a sitcom, it would be the part where the Chris throws a catch line and then freeze frames while he was like, "Oops, I did it again!" And the audience yeah, groans. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and then the credits just roll over his freeze frame, oh, the cheesy uh, Mike Post theme. Um, <laughs> so I got three left. <laughs> so anyway, if you guys like what you hear, make sure you're going to DuelingGenre.com/support to uh, pledge to our Patreon. Go to at TMNT Minute on Twitter. Instagram and go to our Facebook page, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute Listener Facebook Group. All of those places are uh, excellent places to hang out and interact with us, your hosts, and we're so personable. So please come hang with us. Uh, any any final words from anyone on this minute? Production coordinator Mary Bridges, production secretary Kathy Goodwin, location scout Vic Griffin. Oh man, I totally thought we finished. Well, anyway, now we're done. 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. Good and uh, we're gonna we're gonna see you guys on Wednesday. So, bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Hello, Bunga. <laughs>